ho, ho. I, I drew a blank there, and I didn't really know what I was going to say. So I just kind of looked at Kyle like, I'm froze here. I don't know what to say. What do I normally open with? It's usually hello, isn't it? It's not yo, yo, yo it's this month, folks. Not yo it's December. It's, so it's ho, ho, ho. And welcome to the What the What podcast. I'm Eric. This is Kyle across the table from me. And we are excited that you are joining us on this magical Christmas journey yes. through the month of December, where we've already covered Christmas songs. We've already covered one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time, Home Alone. Indeed. And last week we covered favorite Christmas television episodes. Um, today. Today. Now. We're going to be getting into Christmas TV specials, or, or Christmas specials in general. Explain that a little bit. What does so that mean? So this is something that is not... A television show mm-hmm. necessarily. It's aired once a year, um, and or maybe it was multiple only, times. You know, multiple yeah, times yeah. maybe, but um, but it's a something that's based you know on Christmas, and it's a it's a property that uh, describes Christmas. It's not a it's a one time. It's thing. a one time deal, one shot deal. Maybe um, I had you know it could possibly have spinoffs or whatever, but it's not a part of a show that they just had. Yeah, a it's Christmas not. It's episode. not. It's not an epi- It's not part of a series. Now there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Psych the movie would be a TV special. Technically, you know, yeah. would technically, because it's not part of the main series. True. I but, give, I'll give it that. But, um, but like, you know, the Office Christmas episode that we talked about last week is not a Christmas special. It's, no, it's part of part the main of the run. series. So uh, series, that, that is the difference there. And we're excited to jump into this with you today. A uh, couple things. Okay. First of all, I know we, you know, I don't know if you've seen today, but the MCU dropped mm-hmm. a trailer. Yes. For Black Widow. I haven't watched it yet. It's a good trailer, and it's very interesting, and it got me thinking on the way here. I know a few episodes ago we joked about doing a binge mode MCU. Mm -hmm. If we were to do one MCU movie a month, starting in January, it would take us two years to get to Black Widow if we did one one a month. And I don't know if we would always do one a month anyway. So we would finish up the current slate of MCU Mm -hmm. movies by December 2021, by that point, there would have been six more new Marvel movies. Okay. Uh, plus MCU Disney Plus shows. Okay. Um, su- suffice to say, we would have a lot. We, we it would ha- be a never-ending story. It would ne- be a never-ending story, and we have loads of material for ages and ages and ages to go. Um, but Black Widow looks really good. You check out the trailer. I'm excited for it. Honestly, I love Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. I think... Uh, I'm excited for her to get her own thing. I'm excited for her to have her own movie and to go more in depth than her and who she is versus how a lot of what she's been in has been of a, just a side character. You haven't gotten that, you know, you've gotten hints and you've given her, you know, she's got some good time or whatever in the movies, but she's yet to have, you know, her own where you know a whole lot more about her. So I'm excited for this. So, uh, that's all I, you know, had for small talk there. I meant to mention it in our last episode and Mm -hmm. just did not. I figured now's a good time as any. I mean, we like the MCU. That's true. Um, so yeah, great. Um, great. Ha- have you been watching The Mandalorian? I have. I'm up to date on. The I am too. I love The Mandalorian, and uh, it's really great. Make sure you check it out. I did see where you know, in quotations, Baby Yoda actually has a Funko Pop coming out on yes. Apple Plus. Um, uh, that honestly, most people, it's it's cool because I've I've listened to a different thing where it's talked about how, you know, they put it all kind of into people's hands that spend the money, and they questioned them and told them, hey. A lot of times when you've got a series like this coming out, if you start putting toys and stuff like that out, it gets put in catalogs. It mm-hmm. gets put at... And it spoils. You know, yeah, everything. and it spoils everything that's coming. So they 
made a deal with Disney or whoever technically handles that side of it and said, hold off on it first. Let us get this so it doesn't get spoiled. It's something new. Let it happen naturally. Mm-hmm. And people fall in love with it. And, and then the, you can make money. And the demand then. is there. Yeah. The demand is there. And so. so they've been demanding Baby Yoda. I know they turned around and had some stuff out for Black Friday, at least maybe like shirts and stuff. Right. Uh, I know last night at Band Practice, Matt was talking about a uh, – like uh, a crocheted, a crocheted yeah, baby, Yoda baby Yoda and wanting that. Uh, I know and now Jessica there's a Funko Pop. And literally the next day there was a Funko Pop. And I want to say there was a plush toy coming out, but yep. they were saying like it's not going to last. There's, n- there's no way that they were not going to put it out uh, in time for Christmas. Well, especially once they realized how much of a draw it was giving. Of course, mm-hmm. you're going to like get to work. Uh, even make if some they toys. didn't have any plans, they would have rushed this mm-hmm. to get something out there to make that sweet m- money. I mean, I, well, I, f- I follow an artist as a Disney artist, uh, Bridget McC- Cartney or something. I'm sorry if I'm saying her name wrong, but uh, she's she working. She doesn't know. Yeah, I'm sure she probably does, but she uh, used to work at Disney parks. I'm not sure if she still does, but she was one of the artists with Disney, and she does a lot of these like little miniatures. So she would do like miniature creations and do full sets. It's like this, you know, standstill artwork. But uh, she had posted the other day a miniature Baby Yoda that honestly looks amazing, like a little action figure you would technically go buy. But uh, yeah, check that out. She's on Instagram. Uh, just search for her. I'm sure you'll find her. But uh, yeah, awesome stuff. Yeah. You know, she's making characters. She's not making it to sell. She just wanted to make one to make one. But honestly, she could sell them things super expensive. I'm sure. Lots of good stuff happening in the Disney Plus universe. Um, so before we jump into our topic today, thank you again for tuning in. Sure. Make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or Podbean, and rate us five stars. Give us a review. Subscribe to us. Download our stuff. If you download our stuff, the people you know, the people who keep track of that kind of thing, say hey. People are downloading this. That means they're very important. We might mm-hmm. make money off this one day. Who knows? Um, but that's not why we do it. But, you know, we can dream. We could make a career out of we this. We could make a career out of this. And hopefully we'd have the right equipment. We would sound better. And we'd be more entertaining. Yeah. But we're getting there. We're it's getting a slow there. process. So, yeah, make sure you rate us five stars and leave us whatever kind of review you want. Just but as long as you as got long as, it's, as long as it's a five-star review. You know, it's Christmas uh, time. Be generous. <laughs> Um, and then check us out on social media, What the What Media on Facebook and Instagram, WTW underscore media on Twitter. And as mentioned last week, there's no videos up yet, but we do have a YouTube channel, What the What Media, for that as well. Yes. Um, and if that's not correct, please let me know. I'm pretty sure that's what I've registered in under. So. Who knows? We'll uh, find out when we start actually loading some stuff on there. So this episode, TV Christmas specials or Christmas specials or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I had a fear going into it. Don't be afraid. Um, my fear was we we would actually pick some of the same stuff. Now, we've done really good at this over the past six months where when we would have an episode where we would have three things and three things that we would not pick each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done so good with that, but I think we're going to break that streak. Today. And I'm fine with that. I'm so. completely fine with that. Um, but I, I will go first. I'm going to pick for one it. that I – Switch th- it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first um, for this. Uh, one of my top three. Okay. Is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Didn't make my list. It didn't make your list. Wow. It's um, a great one. It's a, fan, it's a fantastic um, little uh, TV movie or Christmas special, whatever. Mm-hmm. Tells the story of Rudolph. And yeah. um, it came out in 1967. And it's basically about how Rudolph, uh, you know, started leading Santa's sleigh. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to overcome a lot of, um, I guess, bigotism for his nose or whatever, sure. some bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have some... Um, you know some some sustained shoutouts to the civil rights movement in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. If you look, uh, if you look carefully, um, but it is uh, Rudolph is taking a journey. He runs away. 
um, because he's being made fun of. He meets an elf named Hermie. He wants to be a dentist. He doesn't want to make toys. Uh, he meets Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. He's a character that people at my work, when we get around Halloween every year, is brought up. They're like, hey, you should dress up as Yukon Cornelius. Because of the red Cause, beard. Because I have a red beard. Yeah, I get that a lot, too. Um, and he's all about silver and gold, or maybe it's just silver. Who knows? Um, watch out for the Bumble, mm-hmm. uh, which is the abominable snowman of, yep. the, of the North Pole. And it's actually uh, a really nice guy when you take all his yeah, teeth out. Yeah, when you take all his teeth out, he's really friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and... They end up going to the Island of Misfit Toys. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, Rudolph feels like he belongs there because he feels like he's a misfit. Mm-hmm. There's um, a great song in there. Great song Nothing in there. A little misfit. Um, but then Rudolph leaves because he's afraid he's endangering all his friends. There's a really bad storm. Santa mm-hmm. needs someone to lead the sleigh because he can't see. And here's Rudolph here mm-hmm. to save the day. It's, it's just a great classic. Um, a little a fun fact for this sure. one. In the version of the special that ran in 1964... Rudolph, Hermie, and Yukon never return to the Island of Misfit Toys at the end, despite saying they'll do so. Hmm. That oversight prompted fans to send angry letters to the network, and the next year a short scene was added in which Santa delivers the Misfits to new homes. That's awesome. Did you have a favorite Misfit toy? Mine was the Charlie in the Box. Okay, I totally loved him as a character. Um, I don't know. There's a plane in there, right? Yeah. For some reason, the plane keeps standing out in my mind. I don't know why. Um, there was a dolly who yes. did not appear to be a misfit, but they explained in a 2007 interview mm-hmm. that this dolly had depression and was not able to cheer up a, a little girl. Okay. So that's why it was in the Misfit Toys. It's kind of deep for a children's movie. That's deep, movie. but it's cool like that they're able to come out and say something about um, it. You had the, uh, the cowboy who rides the ostrich. Yes, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. The water gun that squirts jelly. Um, you had the the lion, the king, the lion with wings. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of classic characters in there. I just I remember waiting every year to watch this yeah. on television. Uh, between this and Frosty, mm-hmm. um, they would come on usually back to back. And then we got the movies, the DV, or sure. the VHSs, and I'd watch them when Christmas time. I would have to wait for TV anymore. I could watch mm-hmm. watch them on VHS. My aunt had them on VHS too. So whenever I go to her house. Around the holidays, I could watch them on her her TV. A question: Did you like watch it watch it year round, or did you only watch it like around the holidays? I'm pretty sure I only watched it around the holidays. Same same way. Like I have these movies and stuff, but it's something magical or special about doing it around the holidays. So, so. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. It's a classic. Don't get me wrong. I didn't not put on this. He I'm had a very bad. shiny nose. So. Yeah, I think it's a great movie. Uh, I know every year I already saw an article today about it about how. It's getting brought up again about how they shouldn't play this movie because it, you know, shows bullying and everything else. But Rudolph stood still through all that. Like, and I feel like you can't ignore, sure, that stuff happens and it's not necessarily great to promote it. But at the same time, you've got, same way I talked about last week with, you know, full uh, family matters and Steve Urkel. He proceeded through it and it continues to show a bright side of it on the other side of things. Well, and here's the thing uh, as much as we hate it, bullying does exist. Yeah. And, People are not going to be jerk or not going to stop being jerks just because you take that you know the mm-hmm. bullying out of the movies or whatever. I um, mean, it's a realistic look at how sometimes people can be mean, um, but we shouldn't let that define who you are. Um, and so, I think it's a great movie. Um, fantastic. Uh, couple questions. One, okay, just off the cuff trivia. Okay, see how well you know your Rudolph. Probably lore. not at all. Two questions. Okay, who is Rudolph's father? It's one of the original eight reindeer. Is it Donner? It's Donner. Yeah. Yes. And then number two, mm-hmm. there was a female reindeer who was very smitten with Rudolph. What was her name? Uh, I see her. 
I see her in my mind. And, and uh, I remember the other guy, the other boy reindeer, talking about how she's a hot dame or something like that. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. What's her name? I believe it's Clarice. Clarice. That's it. Yep. Great. That's yep. some good questions. Good I honestly, questions. Those good were trivia. off the cuff. So Great cuffs. That was my number one. What's your number one? I have a feeling we're going to cross <laughs> the streams here on this one. Favorite one, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes, we're crossing streams here. Tra- crossing the streams. Christmas time is here, as the tune so helpfully reminds Happiness us. Happiness and, and this cheer. classic from the mind of Charles Schultz. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to go into like a huge in-depth about it. You know, you can do that if you want, uh, by all means. They um, air it a, a couple of times during the season, and then yeah. it's also on Hulu, so. Um, I'm just quick looking through. Uh, fun facts. I'm just going to jump in with this. Said network suits didn't want real children to voice the characters for Charlie Brown and the rest of his friends. This movie says, which is a departure from standard practice at the time. They also fought against the jazz soundtrack, uh, the lack of a laugh track that wasn't included, and the biblical recitation recitation that Linus delivers at the end. Uh, it says the mo- the main question posed. Uh, by a Charlie Brown Christmas is what is the meaning of Christmas? Maybe it should have been why are there even network suits in the first place? Right. Uh, the animated TV special that couldn't envision or they couldn't envision became the best there ever was. Uh, like a small town sapling of a Christmas tree, Charlie Brown selects to and live in the school or to live in the school play. I'm reading somebody else's notes. It was a synopsis with somebody else, but uh, either way, it's an amazing movie. The one, the, honestly, the reason it stands out to me is because it was my dad's favorite. Uh, growing up, he would read the comic strips from Charles Schultz, everything else. But every year, I remember as a child at Christmas, this was the one episode or one special that my dad always wanted to watch. You know, he'd look at the TV guide, he'd look at whatever. He'd, you know, as a family, we would try to watch some stuff together. But no matter what, he would make sure that he was available to watch that one on that night. It was something just special to him. Like I said before, too, talking about Home Alone, like this wasn't something he did all the time, wasn't, you know. He didn't watch a ton of TV all the time, but this was something every year. I remember one year for Christmas, I was able to find the VHS for him. And I was a kid. It wasn't my money. It was my mom's money. She bought it uh, for me to give to him, though. But I remember being so excited about that, knowing that that was something my dad loved. And to be able to give him that for Christmas, where he could watch it whenever he wanted to watch it. That it wasn't one of those things you had to sit down and wait. Hopefully, they would show it on TV. Right. Um, that he could watch it any time. I remember getting excited beyond that, even finding Charlie Brown Christmas ornaments, and that's what I would give him for Christmas. I mean, so excited just because that was something my dad loved uh, and wanting him to see. So, honestly, though, it's just a great story. Charlie Brown, in general, is just a great group of characters that Charles Schultz created. Yeah. Uh, with Snoopy and everything else, there's so much combined and packed in with the the great music. Like you say, the jazz tracks that are all in the back, everything that just goes from scene to scene. It, it's, it's, fan- it's fantastic. And, um, you know, a couple things uh, to just kind of – uh, piggyback off some of your fun facts. Sure. Um, they made this story to where the climax of the story was um, Linus mm-hmm. reading from Luke chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so they couldn't take it out. No. Um, and while some network suits were hesitant against the mm-hmm. idea, Charles Schultz shot back, if we don't do it, then who will? Mm-hmm. You know, and just him taking a stand, like, this is the meaning of Christmas. This is what you know. I want to promote. Otherwise, sure. you don't get this story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was risky, mm-hmm. um, but it's played every but to year. See what it is now, like exactly. It's a classic. Um, I my favorite scene in the movie is the dancing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 
me and Chris Road had a back and forth on mm-hmm. our favorite dancers. I like, um, you know, I like the kid who do, does this and the zombie kid. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, you got Charlie Eric's Brown doing the, doing the foot here thing. In, here in the Rick and um, studio, folks. If you remember last week's episode, uh, a cri- a Christmas Joy, the psych episode uh, that was in one of my honorable mentions, Sean and Gus do some Charlie Brown dancing nice. to celebrate the uh, closure of a case early on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really cool. Um, while the story is nostalgic, um, and then the story of just the, the pathetic little tree that mm-hmm. kills over when it puts one ornament on it, and um, it's the music, like you mentioned, the yeah. piano jazz great Vince Girardi that makes this tale of Christmas with the ever wishy washy Charlie Brown a timeless treasure. Um, I dare anyone to try and watch this without getting the warm fuzzies. Yeah, I mean, it's full of it. It, it, it's fantastic. So um, it's a great choice from you. It was one of my picks as well. Great so choice from you as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, check it out on Hulu and on uh, uh, ABC because it's airing on ABC now. Nice. Um, so check that out. What's your next choice? Number two. I think we're crossing streams here again. Are we? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, crossing the streams. Crossing Ghostbusters would be disappointed with us. Um, I mentioned the Grinch uh, song uh, when we did our Christmas song mm-hmm. episode. Um you know, the idea of a villain, you know, I guess the Grinch is a villain. Um, yeah. Who hates Christmas so much because his heart is two sizes too small or three sizes, whatever the number is. And he goes through the arduous task of stealing Christmas from all the Who's in Whoville, mm-hmm. only to wake up and find out that he didn't stop anything. Christmas came without the presents, without mm-hmm. the stockings, without, ev- you know, without the. The uh, the who hash and the the roast beast and all I that. love that honestly, uh, folks. Right there, roast beast. Yes. Any time we'd have like roast beef, I'm automatically like the roast beast. The roast beast. I had roast beast for lunch today. I thought of just love that. And for him to see the joy from the who's who, yeah, their stuff was gone, but they came out and sang at the center of the town anyway, mm-hmm. and it changed him. You know, and it it, it changed his h- heart to one that was three sizes too big or something. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, at that point, consult your doctor. Mm-hmm. Heart um, attack waiting to happen. Heart attack waiting to happen there, Grinchy. But um, the original 19-whatever, uh, do you have the year? Uh, I don't I think have it's the like year. It's sometime in the 1960s. Uh, 1966. 66, okay. Uh, based off Dr. Seuss's great children's book that I read every year to the kids at, in at least one classroom. Um, it's fantastic. It, it's um, Yes, it's nostalgic. Um, yes, they've put out uh, the 2000 movie with Jim Carrey, and then last year Benedict Cumberbatch uh, mm-hmm. voiced uh, another animated um, version of this. That was they're both really good. Honestly, there's not a bad version of The Grinch. Like they're both these other sequels they put out have, are great. Like sure, it doesn't stand up to maybe this classic feel that you get from this one, and probably some memories. Like if you grew up like Eric and I did, being younger, this was a special that you only saw certain times. It's not something that you grew up with. The anytime you want to watch it, it's pull up Netflix and watch like. It was special, and so it probably doesn't hold. You know, it's different than the others, but yeah, it's fantastic. Um, tell me some of your thoughts. I honestly just love Doctor Seuss in general. I love the craziness and the kookiness of just who he is with all of his stories and everything else. Uh, I love the the random quotes like roast beasts, the random like names and the words who hash who hash like words that were not real words that he was not afraid to put in children's books because of that creativity that kids have. And just throwing that out there for them to even, you know, grow more in so more into that. Um, that I love just how things look. I love how the things are drawn, but especially in this this uh special, just the singing you get into it, the the decorations, 
it really did bring the book to life. Uh, I'm not necessarily trying to throw in the whole Jim Carrey version with this, but because it's a different story, like it's the same story but a little bit different. But something too that they add a little bit more in the Jim Carrey one is it's not so much that the Grinch hates Christmas; it's just the people that treat him so poorly makes him not like Christmas because the same way that. Uh, it's not so much he hates Christmas. It, the people themselves treated him horribly. Right. Uh, he was sure he wasn't a perfect. He wasn't great to begin with. But they, you know, they treat him poorly, very poorly. Uh, and so he ends up hating Christmas because of you know situations of that. But in the end, he comes to realize not all people are that way. Uh, he comes to love people in the same way his heart, you know, spirals out of control, about goes to his chest, and right. could probably die from that. But yep. um, we won't look into that. Yeah, I um. I just love the message that Christmas is not about presents. Yes. Um, and, you know, it talks about how Christmas doesn't come to story. In fact, I want to read part of yeah. part of that dialogue, if that's okay. Sure. Um, using my Coach Creech teacher uh, reading voice, which yeah, is go for it. very captivating sometimes. Uh, the Grinch said, uh, poo-poo to the who's, he was Grinchly humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up, and I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two, then the who's down in Whoville will all cry, Boo-hoo. That's a noise, the Grinch said, that I simply must hear. Mm -hmm. So he paused, and the Grinch put a hand to his ear. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. And the Hoos were singing, uh, Fahu, Forays, Dahu, Dores, Welcome Christmas, Come This Way. And the narrator says, but this, this sound wasn't sad. Why, this sound sounded glad. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, were singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. He puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. And then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Great. Great job. So, um, Great reading right I, there. I, uh, I love this movie a lot. And it's that sentiment. Um, between that and the Charlie Brown and, I mean... I really, I really enjoy the the sentiment that goes with those specials because to me, Christmas isn't about presents. I mean, mm. it used to be. Sure. I mean, you know, but to me, it's it's spending time with friends and family. And I know I'm getting I'm getting low, and I'm get a little, I'm little trying to shed a tear. Try try not to shed a tear because I'm just thinking, you know, it's okay to shed a tear. But Christmas it, time is yeah. here. Um, this episode comes out two days before Christmas. Yeah. So um, so think um, say that in. Your it's, thought it's, process it's, heading it's, into it's really cool that uh, knowing that, yeah, Christmas time can be stressful if you let it. Um, lots of traveling, lots of um, presents, and making sure you get you know everyone the right thing. But you know, to me, um, I don't. I try not to worry about all that. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, it's go enjoy your time, enjoy mm -hmm. the time with the people because that's what Christmas is more than presents. Christmas is more than what's come coming from a store so well I, I even thought about this before i came here tonight and i had to apologize to eric when i got here because i was a little bit late but uh you know years ago matt had a stroke and he's doing awesome he's doing amazing but he's not able to get out and do some things like he used to and so my mom had asked if i could help come decorate outside their house tonight or you know after work 
So I headed over there, and you have those moments of just standing outside their house where you grew up. Know, you know, remember going outside at Christmas time and sitting outside and just looking at the lights on the house and seeing the house in a way that you never see it throughout the rest of the year. Uh, it's not some summertime, you know, just warm outside. Instead, it's chilly, and you've got these lights shining on, and you've got these sparkling little lights all over the place. Um, and I just I was kind of paused out there earlier tonight where I was just putting things up. It wasn't a chore. It was something I was really glad to be able to do and to be able to help with, but just to be really thankful to have my parents and to be able to, you know, thankful that I had a home to grow up in and just how loving they were and just how thankful I am to have the family I have. And so I encourage you, you know, like you said, you know, Christmas being just a couple of days away, sure, you know, you'll probably get some gifts and that's awesome and it's great that you have people to buy them for you and stuff and be appreciative for that type of thing. But beyond that, really just try to slow down and take it in. Sure, you're probably going to have some relatives that may get on your nerves whenever you go hang out with everybody. But try to take that down and just be thankful you have them to be able to get onto your nerves, you know, and to be able to have nerves, I guess, to be gotten on. But uh, but just try to enjoy that for what it is and just the time you get to spend with people uh, instead of trying to rush through it and make it through the end of the day or whatever. Instead, just try to really make the absolute most out of it. And even the days leading up, leading up to it, just to make the most out of each moment you get with it and, heck, spread the cheer year-round. Sure, it may not be all Christmas lights and everything else, but take the time that you have with people and make the most of it. Uh, and I guess that leads into, is it the last one? Because yeah, this is your last we're all one. matched in. So. At this point, we I've done my three, you've done yeah. two. So uh, My favorite other one is Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, coming into this podcast, I just got back from Disney technically a couple weeks ago, I think, about how this plays out a week or so ago. Yeah, you're, you're looking into the future. I am. At this point, I've not yet gotten on the plane. I get on the plane in a couple of days to fly to Disney. Uh, my family, I've never been to Disney at Christmas, uh, and we haven't. It's probably been over 10 years since I've been to Disney World, but uh, we had a special moment. We wanted to do it last year. It didn't work out financially. This year, we started planning super early, so my wife and I, uh, my sister, her husband, their two kids, and my parents are all flying out to Disney World next week. So awesome. Uh, and we're going to do a big family trip at, uh, for Christmas time at Disney World together. So I'm super excited about that. But this all comes back to Mickey's Christmas Carol. I remember this one as a kid. Uh, I don't even remember necessarily just it playing. I just remember loving it. It was the first introduction I ever had to uh, the Christmas Carol in general. Uh, that Between that and the Muppets Christmas Carol, which also is another great one, but uh, Mickey Mouse, who is just a legend and, you know, in cartoon history with Disney or Walt Disney. Uh, but just to see all those characters portray different characters from the Christmas Carol and how they handled it and how they did things with Tiny Tim. And uh, I don't know, I, something that stands out more than even the movie to me or the special is I remember around somewhere in the time my mom, you know, QVC was out when we were kids. It was a big thing, you know, that. You, know, you could order things off of television, and they would send it to you, versus now you can, you know, Amazon Prime, everything in the world. But back then, you had that, and still going strong. I imagine they probably still have that. But my mom ordered us Christmas ornaments from this, and it was the characters from Mickey's Christmas Carol, and it was little, like, vinyl figures or whatever. And for me, it was, like, the closest thing you could get as action figures of a Christmas Carol from Mickey Mouse. And I remember having Scrooge and thinking it was the most awesome thing. My mom gave me him. And honestly, I kind of took it as mine. Is not necessarily my mom just kind of bought the ornaments to have them, like, and we put them on the tree. But Scrooge was my favorite out of that. He had a little cane. It was almost like a little weapon, as like, you know, you with your action figures. Yes. Uh, it didn't move. It was just a vinyl figure that was stuck. It reminded me of the characters you could send off or find in your cereal boxes, you know, as a child. 
but for me, that was always something special every year when we were putting the ornaments on the tree to take the time to find those, to put those out. And just being a memory, uh, Disney just has its own magic to it. There's something magical about Disney uh, cartoons, about the movies, about everything. You know, the same way we're talking about a Disney Plus, a whole network of Disney now, and just how much there is. The fact that you can have a Christmas carol, something like this to celebrate with Mickey Mouse and, you know, Minnie Mouse and Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck, who, you know, it's, it's just something magical for me. I don't really have a ton to say about it. There's nothing necessarily special about the whole thing that makes me love it more than anything or Rudolph per se or anything like that, but it's just something magical about Disney and how they have that special touch that they can put on things. Uh, and it's just the old Mickey Mouse cartoon style that, you know, yeah. we grew up knowing and loving. It's not all the craziness of everything else. It was just traditional for me. And so that's just always a classic and will be that we have to watch every year, you know, going forward in my life. You do me a favor? Sure can. When you're at Disney? Yeah. Which when this comes out, you have, have already been to Disney. So, so maybe I've, I've done this favor. Maybe you already have. Uh, send me pictures. I'll try. I haven't been since 2000. Um, and I'd like to go at some point, but send pictures. I will. Take pictures. I'll at least take pictures, and then I will share them when we get back yeah, or something. Same. Yeah, just it'd be nice to know that you're having a good time in Disney. So. Yeah. So, cool. Um, Exciting things. That, that, was our, that was our list, and uh, you, today's episode's probably shorter than, you know, you're used to um, because we had – you know, conflicting or not conflicting, but we shared answers. Uh, so we each only really shared two each, but we had three. But um, that's okay because it's Christmas time and it's December twenty third. So you might have something to do uh, with your family now. Um, so we're going to we're going to cut out you know the extra twenty minutes that we normally spend rambling. Mm -hmm. We're going to give that back to you as a, as our Christmas gift to you. <laughs> so uh, I will touch base really quick, real real quick. Uh, um, I've got one as well. So. Uh, we had some folks, you know, you guys tuned in uh, between either talking about your favorite Christmas TV episodes or specials. Uh, we had two. Miss Joy Woods Wright said, Nestor, the long-eared donkey. Yes, uh -huh. I had never heard of Nestor. I worked with a Nestor, but <laughs> I would never, never call him a long-eared donkey. I'd probably get punched I'd in the face. I never heard of this, and I looked it up, and it turned out it was like a like an attempt to recreate that Rudolph magic. I have this Disney box set that includes the Mickey's Christmas Carol and some other stuff. Uh, Nestor Long Your Donkey got thrown in there as well in that box set. Uh, she also said A Year Without Santa Claus. The Santa Claus is coming to town. I really like that. I know Devon, our pastor, mentioned that his kids wanted to watch Santa Claus was coming to town with Mickey Rooney instead of Home Alone. Mm -hmm. And while I do agree that Home Alone is better than that, I really do. Um, it was one of those uh, Rankin Bass productions like Rudolph mm -hmm. was that uh, was just classic. That was sure. another one that I watched every year. Uh, Santa Claus was coming to town. And it was Santa Claus had red hair, dude. Yeah. That, that appealed to me and my family. I mean, I didn't have red hair growing up. My brother did. I have a I red mean, beard. So. so literally, I dressed up for Santa Claus for Halloween at work, and I'm fine with that because I'm like, I'm the young Santa Claus. He had a red beard before it turned white, so I'm cool with that. Maybe I'm the Plus, next you Santa get to Claus. say stuff like Burgermeister. Yeah, true. Or 100%. Burgermeister. Miser, Meister. Fun words. Regardless. You know what? I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, she also said Mickey's Christmas Carol and Charlie Brown Christmas, which we obviously all agree with. Uh, Chris Rhodes said a Charlie Brown Christmas is his top choice. Um, he also loves Frosty the Snowman, which brings Fro out a bunch of Frosty's nostalgia. Frosty's another one, another great one. And then the Muppets Christmas Carol, which honestly, fantastic, like I said, and it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's awesome. It it's really close to my top list. I'm just not going to put two Christmas carols on top list, but go back watch that. There's a lot of fun songs in there that they created for that movie. Just, I, I love Jim Henson. I yeah. love all the puppets, the Muppets. It doesn't hurt that he had a hand in helping create the Ninja Turtles costumes for the 100%. Yeah. Like, all these things. But um, I don't know. I just I have a love for 
people like Dr. Seuss, Jim Henson, Walt Disney, these people that are creative that did awesome things like that. So definitely tune in and watch those. That is all we had nope, no, on, mine, on my list on Facebook. Yeah. Eric we have a others. tweet. A tweet. And you got tagged in it, but you don't check Twitter. I don't so, check Twitter. Sorry, um, folks. I'm busy on this Instagram. This is from our Facebook. good friend, Tim Hutchinson. The Tim. The Hutch. He said, of course, Charlie Brown, Christmas, of mm-hmm. course. But a slightly less popular one that I always liked was the Garfield Christmas. It is. That's an awesome and one. And I have I don't recall ever seeing it, so I, I need to check it out. I think it's I was on one big, of the things. I was a big Garfield and Friends mm-hmm. fan um, growing up. Yeah. Um, especially they had, a, they had Garfield, then they had like the farm, mm-hmm. like the thousand acres yep. or whatever with it was. The pigs. With the pigs and stuff mm-hmm. as the, like the second story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to go check this out. Cause it's, it's really good. At least, you know, with, with your nostalgic goggles, put them on, you may need them, I don't remember. But as long as it's not as bad as uh, the Return of Jafar. I'm <laughs> positive it's better than that. I haven't I'm, seen I'm it in years, still, though, I still like, shuddering for that. Um, I did watch Ice Princess this, mm-hmm. this week. How did that go? I really is still, you know, it's not the same as like the, a decade ago, but mm-hmm. I still kind of enjoyed it. Like nice. it's still like it's a fun little story. Um, plus, it's got like John Cusack in it, mm-hmm. who um, she's all, she was also in uh, School of Rock mm-hmm. like a year before this, and mm-hmm. it's like um, you know just kind of connect those two movies because School of Rock is awesome. I can't mm-hmm. wait for us to do an episode on that. Uh, remember that when we're yes. doing our planning list at some point in the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks. So, um, but yeah, cool. uh, that was our list today. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in. Um, it's December 23rd when we're releasing this. You may be l- listening to it on December 24th. I did see in our statistics, statisticians, statistics, I can't statistics, talk. Statistics, the stats. In, in our stats um, that we have a lot of people who listen to us the day after we come out. That's fine. Um, but uh, regardless, uh, from myself and Kyle and yes. producer Ricky, we want to thank you and uh, wish you a Merry Christmas. Um, we'll be back next week. I believe we're doing Christmas presents next week. Yeah, we're going to continue um, it on a little bit more. You know, because, you know, you get your pre- presents on the 25th, and then you can talk about them on the 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe that was the n- next one that's coming out uh, next week. And um, But, yeah, and then we're, we're coming up on the end of 2019, the mm-hmm. end of the decade. Um, so the first week in 2020, we're going to talk our, about our best of the 2010s. Hey, that's uh, a so, great idea. Um, so, again, thank you for tuning in. Merry Christmas from us. Merry Christmas. Uh, Stay in school is the other side of the pillow. We'll see you next time on the What What Show. Bye and Merry Merry Christmas.